what is the value of this uh, video to you and what's the potential value? And beyond that, what is the emotional sort of impact you have? Many times the, the front page video is not just a cold calculation of... Uh, You're listening to Daniel Glickman, Chief Marketing Officer at Wave.video. And in today's episode, we'll be exploring the world of social video creation and how tools such as Wave are empowering everyone with the ability to create branded video content with just the click of a few buttons. Let's go. This is the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, helping you engage your ideal audience to action through online video. I'll be bringing you the absolute best in the world of video marketing, content creation, storytelling, and marketing strategy, as together we grow to dominate online video and build profitable businesses. I'm your host, Ben Amos, now let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, where we dive deep into the world of effective video marketing to attract your tribe and grow your business. Now, it'll come as no surprise to you, the listener of this podcast, that video on social media is pretty well a must-have for businesses wanting to engage their audience on these channels and subsequently to grow their businesses. Now, in order to create impact with your social video strategy, a business really needs to be integrating engaging videos natively into posts, into ads, into stories across a variety of platforms on a regular basis. It sounds pretty overwhelming, right? And for so many businesses, it is. So they end up not using video effectively because it all just seems too hard, too expensive, or too time consuming. My guest today is the CMO of a tool that empowers businesses to do better, faster, cheaper branded social video. And as you recognize in today's noisy digital market, it's the brands that move quickly and stand out from the pack and approach their video marketing strategically. They're the brands that are going to win. Daniel Glickman is the CMO of a video creation platform called wave.video and describes himself as having a passion for building data-driven marketing systems that empower creative marketing teams to thrive and perform. He's the author of two books, Personalize This and Disrupt That, and regularly speaks on marketing automation, customer experience and marketing strategy among other things. Now I wanted to bring Daniel on today to learn more about the wave.video platform and where these sorts of tools should fit into a brand's overall video marketing strategy. I also asked Daniel to share a bit more about the latest new feature rollout and pricing structure for Wave, which has rolled out over the last week here um, in mid-February 2019, and it's creating quite a bit of a buzz already, some seriously cool new features and new pricing structures for you to check out. So without further ado, let's get into my chat now with Daniel Glickman, Chief Marketing Officer of Wave.video. Daniel Glickman, welcome to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. It's great to have you here and to hear more about your story and the Wave video platform. So before we get into, I guess, the guts of the conversation, I'd love to hear a bit about your backstory and what led you into the work you're doing today with Wave. 
Ah, okay, yeah, hi, uh, great to be here and um, love talking about video and marketing and specifically digital marketing. I've been a digital marketer for a very long time, uh, both in just small business and, and online media, uh, B2B as well, sort of enterprise sales side of things. Um, and um, I joined this company, with Video, because I really, first of all, I really love the, the potential and what the product and the product, but mostly the team, just a very driven um, team passionate about making videos and making um, making the videos more accessible. And I really love the concept where Wave came from. It's a brilliant time to be in video career-wise, of course, it, made a, it was a very compelling uh, decision to get into this uh, field because it's just growing so well right now. So, um, yeah, it's 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 wonderful. We've grown so much, and we have a, a nice marketing team here, which is about about ten people now in the marketing team. So it's great, and um, yeah, and I'm I'm super super excited about what we've been doing and what we're what we're about to do in the next year or so. It's 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 wonderful when you have a team that's smart and and hardworking, and um, and you can sort of take make dreams come true in a way, right? We got our yeah. challenges, of course, but it's that's. Anyway, long story. This is how I got into into Wave. Yeah, no, excellent. And I, I think for listeners of the podcast, it's not come as a surprise to realize that video is an exciting space to be in. And you know, we're going to dive into a bit more about you know where Wave video platform fits within the space of online video creation today. Um, before we do that, for listeners that haven't come across your platform before, um, your software, what is Wave Video? What does it enable people to do? Oh, yeah. So Wave is a tool, or Wave.video, and that's the URL. Um, it's a tool for making videos, specifically uh, video content for social media. So you can either upload your own or your own footage, or we have a lot of stock footage built right in there. You add text on top, just a few transitions, very easy. And and it comes and you just crop it right there into the right format. It's just already preset. So it's really designed for streamline this process and just go right through it. Um, and and we really want people to be able to just make content, video content very easily. And so we have we have options for creators, for just free users, and, and of course for professional uh, business users. They just do you know quick and dirty videos, if you will, just to create content, um, allow them to create video content. That's where everything is moving to right now. Yeah, and if, if businesses weren't using a tool such as wave.video, you know, what, what potential barriers are they coming up against when it comes to using video on social? You know, what, what, I guess what's the problem that, that wave.video is really solving? There are a few problems uh, along the way, and um, Wave solves one of them or, or a couple of them. But, um, of course, the, the original problem we came out to solve, and it, it, I think um, is the very obvious problem, is that you need a big budget and a big you know, studio and a know-how to even just to use a DSLR. It's, it's not that trivial, right? Uh, yeah, you can learn how to do it, but just like everything, it's you need a as somebody told me, it just feels like you need a PhD to do anything nowadays, to, to write an email, to make a video, to know lighting, to know <laughs> whatever it takes. So um, so it's there's that obviously a challenge of the production. Uh, that is um, still one of the major hurdles. Uh, we try to solve that through stock footage, through different filters you can apply, you know, different way to your own footage. Um, other um, solutions out there allow you to do sort of live video that is more 
uh, that is more acceptable of being, being non-professional, non-production, right? You can just kind of go live and do your thing. Um, so th that's still today the major problem in the industry. Um, and the, another major problem I think that we're really working hard on solving is the, this idea of I'm migrating from text to video, right? We used to create text. So we used to make blogs, uh, write blog posts and create blog content. And, and then we added images in there and we learned how to make images and these uh, cute image softwares. And, and those have become quite good uh, and very make it allow anybody to make these great images for blog or for, or for social, right? Promote the blog with an image. And now just within the last two, three, four years, it just being, wow, we're supposed to be just making video instead of uh, text. And, and we're calling it, you know, creators. Instead of saying, we used to talk about bloggers, now we're talking about creators. And what are creators? People who create content, what kind of content? Usually we, we kind of assume content for social uh, or content on social, if you will. Um, so we flipped the paradigm. Uh, even those who are kind of trying to transition or do both at the same time, right? So as a small business, you, you have a blog and you're still creating blog posts, but you're trying to cr produce videos either to put in the blog or to promote the blog, right? So one, uh, we, we all know, everybody knows this, that video does better on social than text or image, right? Link posts, right? Um, the data is very, very um, strong here that, that video teasers for your blog post will, will produce about 60% more uh, traffic to your blog. So this is, this is phenomenal, but the, the, still the question remains beyond the technical side, how do I produce a video, which Wave uh, pretty much solves at this point, there is the question of what the heck do I put in that video? What is my storyboard? What is the content? I've already figured out how to write the blog. That's pretty difficult, and I figured it out. I figured out how to create images. Uh, yeah, I've learned that, but now they want me to make a video, right? So even though to us here at Wave, it seems pretty straightforward, it seems pretty obvious. Yeah, you just kind of take your titles and um, make like a, just a, almost like a slideshow with the kind of video background right there. Uh, people have a hard time wrapping their um, their brain, it's so figuring this out, right? Yeah. Um, oddly enough, it's not intuitive. So that still remains a big hurdle is just creating the storyboard, creating the story itself. Uh, and not just for uh, teasers for a blog post, not to mention creating branded stories. You see these every day and we see the brands that do this, you know, um, if you just look at the, what the BBC is doing or the Economist magazine, they do it so, so well, right? They make these very, fast, cute videos with some stock footage in the background, and they are able to tell a story uh, based on their article. And it's wonderful. They, they bring the information right to you. You read it, you're engaged, you like it, you even prefer it, prefer it into reading a little bit of uh, you know, a paragraph. Um, but we still can't figure out how to do it ourselves. That transition is super, super difficult. Um, these are the two main challenges, I believe, that people have, the, the technical and the creative. Yeah, and I think um, Wave really does connect those things together and, and make it easy for people because what you're touching on there, I guess, is uh, in the past, a business would have had to go to someone or outsource that to someone with that technical and creative ability. And, um, you know, certainly many businesses still will for various parts of their strategy, but for content creation on social and like you're saying, it needs 
well, in many cases, video is the kind of content you will want to be creating. Um, you need to be doing lots of it regularly um, and relatively quickly. You know, you don't want to go through a lengthy pre-production process or go out there finding a contractor to create a video for you to promote your latest blog post or podcast episode or current sale right? Current product that's for sale. You don't necessarily want to be going through all that process. So because of that rapid iteration and rapid testing and rapid content creation that is, is so valuable for social, I think that's really where a tool like yours really fits in. Would you agree that the ability to create quick and to try things out, uh, see what works? Uh, yeah, I think, I think see what works is is one side of it. So this this touches more on sort of the agency customers we have, right? Agencies want to create. Uh, they're thinking more about cost. They're thinking how can I how can I sell these videos? Customers only value these social videos to a certain amount, right? So if it's an ad, it's about thousand fifteen hundred US dollars per per video per video ad. Uh, if it's just an organic post or a story, then we're talking about Two three hundred dollars at most, right? Plus maybe some stock here and there. Um, so you can't put down a, a professional designer, videographer, whatever to, to work on this. And uh, you know, Adobe Suite products, which take you know years of training, it just doesn't make any financial sense. So they are looking at the cost and time to produce, um, and and kind of throw some you know throw a video a, a week, it's sort of a quick story maybe replicate that across a, couple, a few different customers, right? Tweak it and kind of do a little bit different story for you know, Valentine's Day or whatever. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that, 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 that that's where what you're talking about is really evident. Uh, but also, and then, of course, you have, you know, the, the media, the uh, acquisition managers, they want to do A-B testing, and, and that's where you can let it see what works, right? I just want to, you know, try this text or that text. Uh, you know, maybe a couple of different uh, female versus a male character in the, the video, see what happens and, and see which one brings a better, better click-through ratio and all of that kind of stuff. But I think for the most part in creative products, um, I think the question, the top of mind question is not what works when you're trying to create content. It's what, um, how do I express my creativity? How do I present my brand better? How do I really touch my audience, engage with them, evoke some kind of emotion, some kind of reaction from them, right? That's really what I'm worried about when I'm sitting in front of one of these products. Um, uh, it's at that moment when I'm creating a video or creating anything, I'm not really concerned about what works um, at that moment. Right? Of course, the strat strategic part is I look at what works better and what, what lasts, and I create some guidelines and I improve over time. But at that moment, I'm, I'm really concerned about just the creativity and the ability to just create something, which, um, which was non-existent up to just about very recently, right, for, with video. Um, it still is very difficult when you're even to go live or to do, um, there's a reason why this podcast is in audio and not in video. It takes a lot more preparation, right? So um, the ability to make a video in an hour without, uh, um, you know, we say within minutes, but really let's be honest between ourselves, it's, it's an hour or two 
the technical side is, is shorter, but it takes more work because you have to think of the creativity. This yeah. ability is 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 very new, and it's just starting. It's people are just picking up on it, right? Uh, the question now yeah. is, what do I do with it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that and that um, distribution element, I think, is is critical to consider as well. As it's you know, it's important to be strategic about the content you create, get the messaging right, get the emotional connection right, um, and then the actual content creation. But then, you know, you've got the what do you do with that video afterwards? And I think, you know, um, that's where potentially businesses, when they're not working with a creative agency or a digital marketing agency, where businesses who are doing their own social effectively, um, potentially get a bit overwhelmed, right? So particularly when it comes to video, every platform's got its own nuances, you know? So Facebook video, there are best practices, that are different to Instagram video and then Instagram stories, IGTV, YouTube, uh, you know, sales videos hosted on Wistia on a website, you know, there's potentially many different distribution mechanisms. So how does wave fit into that uh, thought process? Yeah. So, um, you know, it's very easy to say what we're not, we're not live video and we're not sales videos. Um, we are a, a tool for making vi branded video content. Uh, so uh, these are the storytelling and ads, which is also a form of storytelling usually, uh, to post on the social feed on stories. Um, either way, stories are really, really gaining popularity. So we have the vertical formats and, and just right for stories. Um, and it can be repurposed very easily with Wave. You can take the same video and the same story kind of and post it in different places. Um, that's where it's at. Uh, if if you're for, um, we're working on uh, different services which will allow you to, um, to to share a link directly to the video, embed it, and so on. But um, for instance, if you wanted to place the video right on the homepage, you probably want to invest in. Uh, in, in a very well-designed and produced video, right? It's, it's, it's really the, the front, it's, it's really the, the number, first impression you're going to show your customers. That's where you're willing to spend more money and where you will definitely see a big difference if you, if you get a professionally produced video. There's a, there's a difference there. Uh, if you're making an ad for, for TV, for a Super Bowl, you know, then of course you're going to make something um, appropriate to that. Um, once you get into landing pages, for instance, then yeah, maybe a uh, um, uh, wave is great there because the landing page again, what is the value of build, uh, to you of creating a landing page? Two thousand dollars, two hundred dollars, ten thousand dollars, whatever that is, right? We're yeah. not talking about a, a twenty thousand dollar video to put on it. So um, that's where we fit in, and we we really uh, believe that there's a huge underserved market of the small businesses, which would, I hate that term because it, it kind of sounds like, I don't know, small, but it's really, it's just the, the innovative, you know, um, smaller out organizations, right. That are looking for, uh, they don't, they have, they're more budget uh, concerned that are underserved because we just, and we are a small business too, right. We're a startup. We, we, we have, you know, uh, fixed resources, so we can, we also want um, to create these videos. And we realize that they, we can't get that incredible video that, uh, you, know, um, you know, six people worked a week to create. 
Uh, we can't. We are happy to have these uh, simpler videos, and um, just let's, just the same way as we're happy to go live without uh, looking as beautiful as Mari Smith does, who she does it professionally. She's great at it, right? Um, we can't. We're we're doing all of these other stuff during the day, uh, so we're happy to do something that's not quite as great as hers. Um, that's that's where we fit in. Just bringing it to those to to the to that mass millions of um, businesses that that just want the simpler and um, and and easy solution, really. Yeah, and I think that's a really important point for for listeners to to grasp when it comes to video strategy. Is I often talk about the inverse rule of of production spend versus quantity of video. So it's easy to explain in a visual graphic, but basically the the concept there is the idea that top of funnel content, so that wider end of the funnel shape, the top of funnel content, which is typically where you want to spend more money. Typically you want, that's your key branding piece for people that have never heard about you before. You want to really, you know, fly the flagpole and say, this is this is what we're all about. So that might be the front page of your website or your kind of key advertising campaign is your top of funnel content, right? And that's where the inverse rule applies where you want to be creating less of those videos, but spending more money on those videos, right? And then as you move to the middle of the funnel, this is where you want to be still spending some money depending on your brand, but you need to be creating more of those videos and more regularly. And this is where I think a tool like wave really fits in beautifully is that mid funnel content. But then as you get to the bottom of the funnel where you need to be, you know, creating specific videos for specific landing pages and the specific niches and specific products, that's your conversion content. I think wave still has a, has a role there as well, but this is where, um, you know, there are, you want to be effectively creating more videos at, at less cost per video. So that's, hope that makes sense. Does that make sense? That inverse rule? That's typically how we, how we advise our clients to think about where to apportion their budget, where their spend should go. And yeah, I think that, that that's exactly, exactly the way it should work. You know, what is the value of this uh, video to you and what's the potential value and what's the, and, you know, and, and beyond that, what is the emotional sort of impact you have? Many times the, the front page video is not just a cold calculation of, uh, yeah, I, I want to spend exactly this amount. It's also oftentimes the, the, the voice of your brand and the tone and the founders of the business have a very, very strong emotional uh, attachment to certain elements in that, and that specifically on that homepage, right? So, um, yeah, I think there is, I, I would say, you, know, you, you said it exactly the way I would um, quantified it in, your, in, in a nice way too, this inverse. Yeah. 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 I love it. So let, let's talk specifically about, about wave. Cause you touched on something before that I think, and to be honest, I don't know if it's a hundred percent unique, but I'm interested to hear your take on the simple ability, pretty much just a click, you know, to export videos or to create variations of the same concept into different native formats, which I think is something that so many businesses fail to take into account when they're creating video, however they're creating video, when they're creating video for social media distribution, they're often not creating 
the right native videos for different platforms. They're taking a 16 by nine widescreen video that's been created for YouTube or for a website and they're sticking it up that exact same version on every social platform, which is not by any means the best experience on those platforms. So can you talk to us around um, maybe two things here, you know, how easy it is to do why mm -hmm. and why that's important for businesses to use different aspect ratios in their videos. A few reasons why. Uh, so first of all, we have we have by far the best um, uh, instant resize uh, feature uh, for our videos in, in, the, in the entire industry. No one, uh, not just video images as well. Um, it's we don't just have an instant resize. We also have um, about thirty different video formats, uh, and, and that keeps growing as as different hosting different providers add different formats. Uh, um, um, I think um, TripAdvisor just had uh, added a social feed, and they have you can embed videos there, and they have something slightly different. And and Facebook um, Events now has something which again is different. Everything is different. So uh, one is uh, so yes, you want to be able to quickly repurpose this content across channels. Uh, you want they have technical differences. They also have different performance. Um, differences. So for instance, uh, vertical um, can work better sometimes on Instagram. For others, square works better. Um, in Twitter, uh, vertical works better on square. Uh, why? That's the way it is. Uh, and, in, um, and in LinkedIn, that's somehow they like vertical. People like vertical. Uh, sorry, horizontal. Uh, but vertical stands out. Very few have it. Very few, few people do it on LinkedIn. So um, all of this, um, so you have that element which is very technical. So yeah, you can easily sw switch uh, to different channels. And you, so many times people tweak the content a bit. Uh, so they will also maybe duplicate the, pro the, the project and then just also tweak the content slightly so it matches. Like for instance, the call to action location might be in a slightly different place um, in, a, um, in, a diff in, a, in each of these channels. For that, you don't have to duplicate the content, uh, the project. You can just, that's with the instant resize feature, you can just do that right there in one project. But, um, but the text and the call to action might be different. In one, it might be, um, you know, make sure to, uh, I'm trying to think right now for, as an example, you know, but, but you, might want to, you might want to have different, uh, slightly different text because the context is different. Yeah. Um, well, even just the terminology, like, you know, uh, you know, click like, or, you know, heart this or something like that, or, you know, share versus uh, swipe up, you know, so there's a whole bunch of different contexts of, and of the call to action based on the platform. But, here, but here's an interesting tidbit about different formats, which is, uh, if you're getting into ads, different formats have different, um, um, essentially um, white spaces that, that they get put into. So different formats have a different uh, cost per click because there are a different number of bidders on them. So if you're just doing the three standard uh, formats uh, or even just one format, you're bidding against everybody. If you get into the, some of the more interesting formats there, um, you sometimes have a more a better um, chance to, uh, to get in uh, where others are not. Um, Carousel, by the way, big time uh, winner right now. Uh, there's also um, stories carousels, which gets so many of these, right? 
so you can, um, especially if you're getting video in, in interesting places, right? That it's uh, uh, it's it's even more then you're you're even more interesting and it just people, people are surprised to see it and they might watch it. So yeah, more formats, more experimentation. It just it's just good practice, and you might you might save some money there. Yeah, so recommending there, just to clarify, not uh, you know running a video Facebook ad and selecting all placements. You know, thinking about creating creative and messaging and specific to a placement, right? Uh, you you could, or you could just you know cut it in a few different formats and try run the same you know very very similar or same story very slight differences in in different placements, right? So if you do carousel on uh, versus um, um, you know, just uh, just standard or, or um, you know, vertical, and you you might see that the cost per click turns out to be dramatically different between these, um, even though it's the same, more or less the same video, just slightly diff- just a different format. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So I, I want to play devil's advocate a little bit here, and uh, basically, I guess press on this idea that video is becoming more popular. And it has been over the over the years across social platforms, and what that results in, I think, for many people who are engaging or consuming on digital platforms, is noise. You know, there, there's potentially so much video out there that people are not as uh, affected by it. Although I would absolutely argue that it's still one of the most effective forms of of um, content. But how do you see the you know as digital platforms and social media become more noisy, how can businesses use video to cut through that noise? Because it's not just, and I'm sure you would agree, it's not just a matter of creating more content and sticking it out there. Um, Even though a tool like Wave makes it easy to create content, um, you don't want to just be contributing to that avalanche of average content that's out there and therefore it's just adding to the noise, right? So, you know, what, what would be your advice to businesses out there who are thinking, yep, I need to do more video and Wave's a great way to do it quicker and easier? Um, what would you say to them? I'd say, uh, I'd say, yes, the noise is the issue. Everybody tells us when we conduct customer interviews, uh, what is, you know, your, your challenge? Why did you come to Wave? And that's the number one reason. They say, it's, I, I, everybody's moving to video, I'm missing out, but at the same time, I can't, I'm afraid of being drowned by the noise. I'm being drowned already, but... Uh, but exactly like I said, can I make more? I'm still going to be drowned by this, you know, by, by video noise. Um, and I think there are a few elements to how to cope with this. One is um, what uh, what kind of content are you making? Just like any type of content, are you being relevant? So same as with email, right? Email is is very noisy, extre- extremely noisy. You get I have hundreds of emails per day in my mailbox. Doesn't mean I don't open and read some of them, and even even some of the ones that are just soliciting. Um, but the kind of copy that goes in there and the kind of visuals are important. Uh, I get, um, you know, are you trying to email videos to your audience? You, you, technically, it's a little complicated, but are you trying to do that? Um, are you trying to um, use videos to have conversations with your clients or to give them information that's relevant to them? Or are you just trying to say, uh, uh, here's a video, you should like it, right? No, of course not. Uh, you have to be, you know, especially in, and especially in social, it has to be relevant. So one way to become relevant, for example, is by 
um, what's, what's happening out there in their life today, not in my world, in their life. They don't want to hear about the new update of my new features. It's unless by coincidence they happen to need exactly this feature, but 99% of people don't care about that, right? They don't care about me either uh, for the most part, uh, unless I've built a really great brand over many years where they really feel like they know me. And you mentioned Wistia, they really uh, did a great job at that. Video is a, is a way to get people to know you, just like this podcast, uh, uh, the, the, the listeners of this podcast feel like they know you. Um, uh, and they don't know me, but they're getting to know us, right? Mm. Uh, more intimately. Video is even more so. Um, and sorry, I shouldn't say they, they I should say um, you. <laughs> because yeah. this personal. Is, yeah. That's right. That's personal. I, uh, I'm watching you on video right now, so I'm, so I'm thinking of you. But really, we're speaking to um, two friends of ours out there, which some of them we just can't see right now. Uh, so, so are we trying to be relevant? And in this case, I think we are. Uh, but are you trying to do this on video as well? One way to become relevant is looking at a social calendar. We have one on our website um, that has every single sort of day and hashtag the trends. Uh, if it's uh, uh, Valentine's Day, if it's National Donuts Day, and advice how to create a video based on uh, the, the based on the how to connect your business to become relevant to that hashtag. Right? Some written advice and there's a template. Um, but if you're, you're addressing them on a day that's relevant to them, not to you, that's a start, right? Uh, yeah. when, you're going, when you're going live, are you, are you speaking about, um, you know, hey, this is what happened to me today, or are you asking people, um, what's, what's going on with you? Come on, uh, let's talk about it. Yeah. And, it's, and the same thing when you're making a branded story, are you just talking about something that you care about or are you creating a story that's news related or relevant or somehow giving advice, um, informing, connecting, right? That's, um, if you do that, yeah, it's, it's much noisier than it used to be. Uh, years ago, you could create um, an app and put it online and somebody would buy it because it was just visible. Now you can't. You used to create a blog post, put it online. And people read it. Now you have. Now they don't know that you exist, right? Uh, when when you don't expect to be able to get an Oprah, you have to go through this whole, right? It's it's a big deal. And and the same thing on Shark Tank, right? It's, it takes years to get on that show if if, if you you know and you have your screen for so many uh, people. Same thing now with in social media. It's it's the fact that you put something out there, you shouldn't take it as granted that it'll be seen. It's it's back to the you know, just like any industry, <laughs> we had yeah. a good time for a while and now it's back to normal. Yeah. yeah. But let's be honest though. I mean, good practices hasn't changed, you know, the, the mechanism of delivering that message to someone has, has changed and is always going to change. But the idea that you've hit on there of really intimately knowing who you're talking to. So knowing who your audience is and delivering content that's relevant to them within the context of that time and place that the content is being delivered to them, then it's not noise to them, to that person, you know? Um, you know, just like if I'm in a noisy shopping center and I hear my seven year old daughter calling to me, that's not noise to me. And it filter it cuts straight through, 
right? And right. I think even though there's a lot of noise around, that's talking directly to me when she's shouting out dad over here, right? So we get that from a human perspective. And I think that's just, that hasn't changed from a marketing perspective. So I think spot on good advice there. So I just want to wrap things up here by really giving you an opportunity to tell us a bit more about wave, because I know that recently, um, as of the time this podcast is going out, I think it was just last week that there's been some, some changes announced. So maybe there will be uh, listeners out there who have checked out wave before, and maybe they are current customers of wave as well. Uh, but I know that there's some exciting changes um, which have just come out. So can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, I, I think very exciting changes. And, it, and in fact, it's maybe the beginning of many, uh, of, a, of a very interesting journey for us. So um, one thing is that we've really, really uh, seen is that the, there's huge, huge, huge demand for video and a huge um, uh, market out there that, that just needs it at a very um, affordable price. Uh, we're talking about, you know, just tens of dollars, dozens of dollars a month, not more. Um, and we wanted to find a solution, particularly other creators. So this emerging creator field, uh, which is personal brands, uh, what used to be bloggers, right? Uh, influencers, all of these, um, which interestingly enough, nowadays are kind of mixed in with our businesses, right? Uh, you and me, for example, we have a personal profile and uh, it, we use it for our business every day and our business recognizes our personal profile as well. They're kind of blurred in here, but for a personal profile, we don't get the business to pay for it. So we have to pay ourselves and we don't have that much money to do it. Um, this, is a, uh, this is where our passion lies these days. We want to bring uh, make video accessible for everyone, for creators, for smaller uh, outfits and um, so we have created a creator plan which starts at um, less than nine dollars a month like just super cheap uh, just just what you need make your videos post them in stories post them on social media etc yeah um, we also have a free plan just free no watermark this is brand new and it's um, you know, it's, of course, it, it, once you want to create a business and add your own brand, you, you have to pay. That's how we make our money. But, but we do uh, see a lot of YouTubers, a lot of people sort of like semi-professional semi usage just want to make, you know, maybe a couple of projects and just go free or just start. A lot of businesses want to start. And like you said, yeah. try it. Try what's out there. This is, this is what we, we want to do. Just we figure there's, there's nobody else that allows it. Nobody allows you to make videos like these. Um, without a watermark for free. We said, let's do it. Let's just make it, let's just get and go in and get the market share. So, so these are our passions. Uh, we have um, uh, added a lot of, we've also dropped the pricing points in all our plans uh, just to make it accessible. Uh, we have, we're going to have a bunch of other uh, sets of product, products and features that we will add on top of it. So later we can make up that um, revenue from those who, who want those additional features. But, uh, but right now, overwhelmingly, this is what we hear. We need to make it uh, affordable for small businesses. We need to make it accessible. Um, and that's what we're doing. Uh, a bunch of other features that we're bringing in there, and we've added a lot of new uh, sources for content. Um, we're adding uh, interesting integrations. I'm going to keep that under wraps right now. Uh, but that's going to be very, very interesting. Something really, really uh, unique. 
what you can do with your video and what where you can where you can put it. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, What's this space? Yeah. yeah, it's a you know, and again, the spaces are expanding all the time, and people want to make videos, and especially the ones where it's going to make. Yeah, oh, that's great! I'd love to to be able to deliver video via that medium as well. Um, so, so that's where we're heading. There is is in the creation tool itself becoming more and more open and more and more um, affordable for everyone. And then what can you do with that becoming more and more expansive and uh, teamwork as well, of course, collaborations and all that kind of stuff. So, so that becomes um, uh, the expansion on top in terms of uh, where you can take this product and go with it. Yeah, and I've got to say that just to, to reiterate that, well, both that free plan and the $9 creator plan, that gives you a lot of functionality. Um, you, you can actually at the free level really dive in and really get a feel for what it is that, that you can achieve with Wave. And at the $9 plan, for most, for many businesses, that's going to give them most of what they need to do. So I think, I think it's awesome. And I think you've touched on it before, but your stock, your stock library is is beautiful there's so much in there included which is uh, such a powerful thing to just plug into a, an idea that someone has and uh and just pull it out of that stock library and, and run with it so super cool um so where can people find out more about wave and check out for themselves all these recent additions and changes and uh and dive into the platform themselves yeah, so just go to uh, in your browser wave.video. That's the that's the uh, web address. Uh, No.com, just wave.video, and and go for it. There's a free account, no catches. You can just create again a watermark. Just go for it um, and use it. And be and we're happy to, for people to use it for free. Like I said, so go for it. And if you want to be a paying customer, would be even happier. Uh, so um, yeah, and. Um, and um, yeah, and you can check it out, check out the new features. We also have a really great blog and we have a social media calendar all on our website. So just, just go there and, and get going. We also have a few Facebook groups and you know, peripheral kind of stuff that we do a lot. Uh, we work a lot with Mari Smith who does these, um, these special um, uh, sessions for, for Wave users and so on. So, um, so lots going on beyond just the... Um, product itself. So I, I invite everyone to join the communities, uh, whether or not you're a, um, a Wave customer or a Wave user, we're happy to have everyone uh, join in. Yeah. Awesome. So we'll have the links to, to wave.video, which is pretty easy anyway, wave.video, right? So, but we'll have the links in the show notes as well as to, to everything else that you mentioned there. Daniel, thanks for your time. And I do encourage everyone to check out Wave Video and, um, and dive into it, start creating great content strategically of course but start getting out there and, and doing better video for their business thanks again daniel thanks man much appreciate it it was fun all right thanks again to daniel glickman for joining us on the show and if wave is the type of service that you think will work for you in your business then i strongly encourage you to head on over and check out how it works in fact you can get started immediately on the free forever plan and see what your needs are from there you can find Wave by following my referral link at engagevideomarketing.com slash wave. It's as easy as that, engagevideomarketing.com slash wave. 
And that's it for another week of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. As always, I'd really appreciate a rating and a review on iTunes. If you've been listening for a while and you haven't yet left a rating and a review, I really would love that from you. So thank you in advance for taking a couple of minutes. You can head on over to engagevideomarketing.com slash iTunes and that'll take you to the page on iTunes and you can follow the prompts from there. And I'll be back with you again right here next week in your eardrums with another great guest on the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. So stay tuned. Again, I'm Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing, and I'm here to help you be more effective with strategic online video to grow your business. Bye for now.